I'm Crystal. I'm Christina. And today we have my cousin. Hi. And sister from another mister, Mika. Fortunately, because if the other mister was the same mister, but we were cousins, that'd be weird. That'd be some Arkansas stuff. Wouldn't be hey, down don't for be that. mean Arkansas. I met someone from there once. That's Arkansas stuff. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we have another guest today. Yay! Our second guest is exciting. Yeah, since this one's going to be pretty gnarly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready for some gnarly. You're ready for some I'm true ready. crime, our first true crime? Our first true crime episode. I can't see it, but I'm uh, twiddling my fingers. She's like twiddling a, her fingers. Who's the, who's the guy from The Simpsons? Mr. Burns. Yeah, I'm Mr. Burns. <laughs> <laughs> I, was say, I don't know any of that. Um, so, I had a weird dream. And I have to talk about it. It actually wasn't that weird, but I was, like, really proud of my husband in it. Um, so he was selling something online, and I can't remember what he was selling, but this guy was, like, coming to buy it and stuff like that. And he kept saying that, like, he was telling my husband, oh, yeah, me and Crystal used to care about each other. We used to do this, we used to do that. And I was like, no, we didn't. I don't even know this guy. And then he started to get really persistent, and I didn't like it. So I told my husband, I was like, he's really bothering me, so you need to handle this. So my husband grabs a TV, like a big flat screen TV in a box, and proceeds to like slam it on this guy's head. (laughs) And I was like, whoa. And then he got arrested for it. And I was like, hey, it's known. He's like, don't even worry about it. It's okay. And all this stuff like that. And then um, I went over to the guy because he had the... TV still on him, and I went and kicked him in the head. And then my alarm went off, and that was how that ended. <laughs> was the TV okay? The TV was a fine. You know what's it funny is, is I could see this happening in real life. I know. That's why I was it's like, it's 100% hero. what would happen. Actually, what happened in the dream is probably tamer than what would happen in real life. Yeah, he would be a little more aggressive. <laughs> be aggressive. Be, be aggressive. aggressive. But, yeah, so I had to talk about that. And then I also want to talk about, I didn't mention it in the last podcast, but we talked about mermaids. Mm -hmm. And Nika over here said that she has her entire preschool class convinced she's Ariel. I am the Ariel, except my name has been changed for legal reasons. (laughs) (laughs) That does come up. Why isn't your name Ariel? So, yes, I have them all convinced. And um, they ask, like, well, why don't you have your tail? And I'm like, well, am I near an ocean? And they're like, Lake Tahoe. And I'm like, Lake Tahoe, not an ocean. <laughs> Get it right. So they're all pretty convinced. I have to come up with some pretty like good cover-ups though. Like why? Why is there black in your hair? Well, because when mermaids are away from the ocean too long, their hair starts to change color. <laughs> Little kids so, are so fun. I know. Mm-hmm. She told me that. I was like, no, we're gonna wait. I want her to tell that because that's pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. Especially since we just did the mermaid. Yeah, we so just like, we just did it. Did you guys find out if they're real or not? I'm going to say they are. I think they're probably just elusive, like Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster. Yeah, I can say that. We'll find one one day. One day. Did you guys ever read Beastly? I know the movie. Yeah, Vanessa Hudgens was in the movie. Well, in the book... He's in a, a, like, I am chat group, because it's, like, from 2009 or whatever. Right. But there's a mermaid that's supposed to be, like, Ariel, who's been cursed. And she's like, I'm going to turn into seafoam. And then someone else is like, it's okay, because you're going to blow it up to heaven in 100 years. (laughs) So. You're like, oh, that's That's comforting. (laughs) Okay. 
That's the one where he's like a beast, right? Or like yeah, but like instead of being beast? a beast, he just looks like he was at a really bad tattoo shop drunk. What is that guy's name? Alex Pettifer? Is that the name of him? I don't know. I just knew Vanessa Hudgens. Alex Pettifer. Okay. Not that, that must out. be like... I don't know. He, I, don't, I, I have no idea. Like, not, <laughs> not my age group, I guess. <laughs> it was a, a long time ago. Okay. Since he's done something. Um, but yeah, so yeah. I don't have any fun bubbly stuff except for that dream. Yeah. So I guess we should just jump right into jump the in. horror. <laughs> jump into it. Yeah, with our mermaid tails. With our mermaid tails. I guess mermaids could jump like dolphins. They could still jump. That is true. Unless they're like really bad dolphins. I feel like I'd still find a way to mess it up. Like, <laughs> I feel like you would make it up, but you'd belly flop back down every Probably. time. Like that would totally be me. Um, so, this one is a little Reno hometown murder that happened, and I remember, I remember vividly when it happened. It was pretty horrific and terrifying, mm-hmm. and, like, she was everywhere. But it was, it was scary. I, um... When did this happen? 2005? 2006? 2008. Oh, 2008. I was going to say. So she was a little bit younger than I was, but still, like, very close in age, like, college age. It was Mm -hmm. scary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I just remember all the ribbons everywhere. I remember Mm -hmm. her posters were everywhere. Mm -hmm. And we even drove by the spot where she was found. And my mom was like, hey, that's where she was found. And we were, it was really eerie. Mm -hmm. I didn't like it. Um, but if you don't know who we're talking about, we are talking about Brianna Dennison. And so Brianna Dennison was born on March 29th, 1988. And there's not a lot on her childhood that I could find. Um, but the uh, the show, the um, ID Unsolved, or I'll remember it towards the end. <laughs> um, <laughs> But she was known as a fun, bubbly girl, the type of girl who had tons of friends. She attended uh, and graduated from Reno High School. She was attending Santa Barbara City College when this happened, and she was majoring in psychology because she wanted to be a child psychologist. That was her main goal. Uh, During winter break, she came home to Reno to visit her friends and family. She attended a party at the San Regency Casino and then left the party around 4 a.m. and returned to her friend's house near the UNR campus where she was staying. That's where she fell asleep on the couch, and that was where she's last seen. And that was January 20th, 2008. Uh, Her friends woke up around 9 a.m. and noticed that Brianna was gone. There was a small blood stain that was found on the pillow that Dennison was using, and then that's what kind of caused the alarm when they saw the blood stain. Because, I mean, she's a college student. She's an adult. But when you see something like that, you kind of get freaked out. So they ended up calling her parents, and her mom came over and called the authorities. They noted that this was not like her. She's very good about calling her mom and telling people where she's going. Following the days after her disappearance, the Reno Police Department conducted an investigation led by investigators David Jenkins and... Adam Winaski and found touch DNA belonging to an unidentified male and that was found on the doorknob and the pillow that contained the blood stain and then the blood on the pillow that was found was Brianna's blood and she was also 
um, her phone was left behind and she didn't have shoes on so that kind of like alarmed him too and her purse was left behind so instead of like a disappearance they started thinking it might have been a kidnapping because mm-hmm. what 19 year old leaves right, just without like, a cell phone yeah or shoes in like january exactly yeah yeah so she um was said to have left in nothing but a tank top and sweats and they conducted an investigation oh i already said that by jenkins and wanaski the search for brianna began on january 21st 2008 Detectives and even the FBI started by searching the UNR area, but later in the investigation, they learned that the male's DNA had been linked to a sexual assault that happened in the same area. On November 16, 2008, a woman was kidnapped on her way to her apartment from her class. She said that a man attacked her and put her in his car, drove her to an unknown location where he raped her and stole her underwear. He swore that if she told anybody, he would kill her family, and she did report the incident, and that's how they attained a DNA sample from her, but they also, but they couldn't get, like, a suspect because they just linked it, but no yeah. DNA was, like, put in the database yeah, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's a scary thing. Um, I don't believe it's happened in a while, thank goodness, but that was a scary thing, too, is that all these things were happening then. I think that probably wasn't like they just kept happening these in that area sexual assaults yeah right. near the near the university and um like a, a few years after that like there was a little while where it was happening again and I remember so that I remember mm-hmm. that like the the sexual assault that did mm-hmm. happen mm-hmm. and the news was talking about it and I was like oh no like and then my mom kind of thought the same thing she's like well maybe and I was like eh. this kind of stuff that makes you afraid as a woman to do anything oh i know you can't even leave your house without having your pepper spray or right. knife ready to go that's mm-hmm. irritating i can't even go run to exercise at a park i was just telling my husband this it's like i can't go running at a park without having to carry a bunch of stuff just in case i'm mm-hmm. like but i'm just trying to exercise i'm not trying to be kidnapped and you know i mean i'm genuinely just afraid of the dark so like cool (laughs) (laughs) you're like i just don't like the dark i just don't go out in that (laughs) um so another woman had come forward and claimed to have known another victim who was raped at gunpoint by this guy Mm -hmm. and her underwear was stolen and it happened in the unr garage in late 2007 However, it was not reported, so there was no DNA to compare, but the victim was able to describe the man, and he matched the description of the other woman who was assaulted as well. Mm-hmm. So now they're getting an idea. They're like, we have a serial rapist in the area. Could mm-hmm. he be linked to Brianna? Mm-hmm. They investigated, um, let's see, a 100 sex offenders who lived in the mile radius of the UNR campus and around 1700 volunteers helped in the search for Denison by looking within a hundred square mile radius as well. On February 15th, 2008, a Reno man on his way back to work after eating at a local subway on his lunch break noticed some bright orange fabric standing out under a pile of discarded tree limbs. He decided to scope it out. As he got closer, he noticed they were bright orange socks that were attached to what he thought was a mannequin. 
which it's never a mannequin sends chills through me right now Mm. because it's very near where our office is yeah very it's near literally right down is. the street where it happened like <sighs> where she was found at least I don't yeah. know in mm-hmm. between and at this time or at that time 2008 that part of Reno was less developed oh it was a big field like there yeah. was there was nothing there mm-hmm. so it's amazing that he saw her yeah and what it was is like he used like christmas trees because there was a lot people were just throwing them over in that area Mm. so there was a bunch of tree limbs that he could hide Mm. um the body when he noticed it wasn't a mannequin and realized it was a deceased woman he raced back to work where he called the police because at the time he didn't have a cell phone so he had to run back to work Mm -hmm. call the police and he had heard of brianna dennison but didn't think it was her because she didn't look like it Mm -hmm. and also it's very far away from where she was abducted from Mm -hmm. right yeah so it was well not to mention like do we know how long she was even out there like it didn't say yeah it didn't say how much she was so i mean you don't look the same after a few days you know right um, and the police had told him that they suspected it to be her, and it wasn't confirmed until an autopsy was done that that was Brianna Dennison that was left in a field, mm-hmm. like, in January, so there's probably snow, which, ugh, poor girl, mm-hmm. I hated it. Uh, she was found naked with wounds around her neck and a pair of women's underwear under one of her knees. The autopsy showed that she was sexually assaulted and then strangled to death. Uh, the, they tested the underwear and found that the DNA belonged to an unknown female but was not Denison. Mm-hmm. Now we will get into the suspect, the, the James Bela. Sorry, douchebag, sorry. Pronounce that wrong. <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Pronounce that wrong. Douche canoe. Uh, so James Bela is a Sparks man who claims he didn't have the greatest childhood. And one of his first bigger charges, I guess you could say, was in 2001 where he was arrested for threatening his girlfriend's neighbor with a knife. He was taken into custody and he did provide a DNA sample. Ooh. But it wasn't recorded in the database. Mm-hmm. Oh. So it totally washed away, wasn't recorded. Yeah, they didn't have those laws back then like they do now. Like exactly. Mm-hmm. But isn't it like only if it's a felony? It's they keep a felony. Your, they keep your DNA. Right. And so he started to become a suspect in the case when his when a friend of his girlfriend suggested to secret witness it could be him because his girlfriend confided in her that she found random women's underwear in his truck. (laughs) He was questioned once the tip came in, but he stated he had nothing to do with the case and he declined to submit DNA. Don't worry, though. His girlfriend was questioned at the time along with him, and she gave... The investigators permission to take a DNA swab from their four-year-old son that he did father hmm. and when that happened um, sure shit the DNA was positive for the DNA found at the crime scene so the touch DNA mm-hmm. on the doorknob and the pillow and was also tested positive for the sexual assault that happened in 2008 Okay. He ended up skipping town where he headed to Washington, and he even sold his truck in Idaho, but Reno authorities were able to get the truck back when a description of it was released on the news. He was arrested on November 25th, 2008, on charges of murder, first-degree kidnap, 
and sexual assault while he was dropping his son off at a local daycare. Oh my gosh. That would have been, like, horrible for his son. So it was almost a year, right? So nine months? Yeah. Wouldn't they? Okay. Well, that's still pretty fast considering, but I remember it being like, boom, they caught him. See, that's what I thought too, but I don't know. But it's something so far back that's kind of how it feels, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because I remember hearing it on the news, too, that he was found, and I was like, oh. I just kind of feel bad for the, like, just because of my profession, I feel bad for the teachers in that situation, like, yeah. dropping the kid off to daycare and that happens. Like, it would have been hard, and then his son having to see this happen. Well, and there's specific protocols you would have to do, and it just wouldn't be fun, so. Mm-hmm. He was arrested on those. Um, on May 27, 2010, Vila was found guilty of murdering Brianna Dennison. It took the jury about nine hours to reach the verdict. He was also found guilty for kidnapping, sexual assault, not just for Brianna, but for the other two girls, even though they didn't have DNA for one of them, she was still able to describe the exact same guy mm-hmm. that the first girl did. So good. he got charged I didn't those. know they included their assaults in that case. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, so um, we have his record up. Which you guys can find, like, on the NDOC. It's an inmate search. It's public, you know, knowledge. But, yeah, he was charged with the sexual assault, other sexual assaults for the other two girls. Um, use of a deadly weapon, which was when he held the gun to the one girl in the mm-hmm. garage where he raped yeah. her. And then the kidnapping for Brianna Dennison. And then the murder in the first degree. So he, he tried to get out of it. Like, he was trying to say that he just had a bad childhood. That's His prosecutors were trying to say he had an abusive dad, a drunk dad. I'm sorry, but that's yes. not an excuse for everything. A lot of people do, yeah. and they turn out as decent human beings. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the same, too. He's like, well, I haven't done anything since the last rape. And a it's piece like, of shit. Yeah, no, he was an idiot. Well, that doesn't... That's how I feel about that. <laughs> Just because you clean up dog poop on the sidewalk doesn't make you a good Samaritan, sir. And then there's also, there was a Facebook page and I was like researching and stuff like that. That was like free James Bila because he's innocent. It's like, well. I feel like I saw that. Yeah. I don't know. They had one for Lori Vallow too. Like someone made one. I ended up like commenting on it and the like maker of it talked to me and we argued. It was fun. Anyway. Not really. <laughs> That's a whole nother that is a big Shit can of, like, ass. snake worms, if that's a thing. Oh, yeah, that was... <laughs> I hate that bitch. Anyway, <laughs> um, so he was given two appeals already. Um, he tried to appeal his case in 2012, which was denied. And again in 2019, where it was once again denied. I don't know what his appeal was except for I'm good now and stuff like that or I had a bad childhood because it's all confidential but the Nevada Supreme Court had quoted saying we consider Bila's arguments and conducted that they are concluded sorry that they do not warrant relief we order the judgment of the district affirmed so they're not gonna let him out good he's done those yeah which is good because he he was a psychopath Um, so the aftermath was a law that was passed in 2013 called Brianna's Law. The law mandates anyone who's arrested for a felony must submit their DNA, which is then entered into a national database. So 
Um, this law has actually helped more than a thousand offenders get arrested. Wow. So, wow. 500 burglaries, 86 automobile burglaries, 62 robberies, three arsons, 23 attempted homicides, nine homicides, including cold cases that date back to the decades. Wow. Is how many, at least in Nevada, that this law has, like, helped. And had they had it the first time around when he submitted it... They would have caught him right away. Yeah. They would have caught him the first time he mm-hmm. had the sexual assault, which is... I don't know why they don't didn't do that in the first place. Yeah. Do you know how many states actually have this law? Because I know there's a lot, but not every state does. I don't know. I didn't get that far well, into he it. He was previously arrested for just threatening the neighbor, right? That just, was the only That's other where arrest. he submitted the DNA. I mean, I'm not justifying it, but I could see, like... Just my own perspective, I wouldn't see that person as a rapist. You know what I mean? Just because they threaten someone. Yeah. So I I can like see where it came from at the time, but it's such a good thing to have now. Right. You know. So. Or even with the sexual assault, they could have had him. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. With the sexual assault, that would have changed anything Mm -hmm. with the outcome, but he would have been also caught quicker. Yeah. And then. Sales from guns, pepper sprays, stun guns, and knives went up, especially in the UNR area. And yeah, so that is pretty much I have on Brianna Dennison. Yeah. But it's still it's a horrible case because mm-hmm. it is. I remember it like yesterday. Yeah. And the scary thing is too is that no, it's not that you're walking downtown by yourself and you get snatched off the street like someone came into your house. That was the thing, is that he went in and he snatched her when she was just sleeping. Like, at her friend's house. Yeah, Yeah. at her friend's house. She was was in the living room, so she got took. Exactly, and I was watching, oh, if I can just remember that, I'll Google it in the meantime, but there is a show on ID that does cover the case, which is where I got a lot of it. Um, Didn't you say it was um, the usual suspects? That's what it is, Unusual Suspects, and okay. it's called uh, Vanished in Reno. I think it's season six, episode one. Now I remember. Um, they had said that one of her friends actually got a ride from James Bila. I don't know how true it is, but she accepted a ride from him, and that's how he knew exactly where the house was. So it could have been that he was maybe going to go for the friend. Oh, but just saw the first person because she was on the couch. That yeah. was sleeping on the couch. So, that gives me more chills. That's like, don't get in cars with strangers. Don't, just don't get in do cars, it. especially in downtown Reno. I mean, unless it's an Uber, but that's kind of different. Even then, I still send it out to like people. I'm, like, I'm in this car. And <laughs> Getting this in a car. <laughs> I know. I always stay on the phone when I'm in an Uber. I'm like, I'm in an Uber. Wow, I'm so bougie. <laughs> but yeah, that's what they said is that one of the one of the friends that night received a ride from him, so it could have been that he was probably going after her, but saw Brianna Dennison like sleeping on the couch and decide, Hey, I'll go ahead and go for that which is sick. It's disgusting. Oh, and then I remember like too, my mom was telling us never to take a nap anymore with the door open or with the door unlocked. Like she was telling us she's like you need to start napping with the door locked. And everything like that. She was comparing it to the Night Stalker. She's like, "Oh, he's gonna come in, he's gonna take it, you know, take you and run away with you and stuff like that." But that's how it kind of felt. Yeah. Is oh, that but that's what happened. Yeah, and that's, that's how scary. like it felt like, in our Reno. Doors, our our doors were they still are, but our doors were always locked. Oh, I agree. Always, yeah. ours was too. My my like it's almost ex- obsessive. Like how my dad would check all the locks and everything before going to bed. Well, because this stuff happens. As soon as you get home, you need to lock that door. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so and, and it was just like terrifying. It went everywhere. It was oh, and then there was like blue ribbons everywhere. Yeah, I remember, I remember we bought some blue ribbons because that was the thing. Yeah, we had them on our car. I remember, and then there was I don't know if you remember, but there was a song called "Bring Back Bree," and some guy no. sang it, and, and it was on the radio one time, and I remember it. Oh, I don't. I think I don't remember it, that. I think it just went. I just remember the end. Bring back Bree. That's it. It was crazy though. It's like one of the bigger cases in Reno. I felt like it was. Mm-hmm. Almost like we had a Jeffrey Dahmer or something well, in town. I remember crazy. we st- we always watched um, America's Most Wanted, and they covered it on America's Most Wanted. But that was before, obviously, he's wanted, so it was before he was found. And there was a lot of considerations happening. There was a while where they thought it was a couple. Yeah. Because I think one of the girls that had been assaulted saw, like, a kid's shoe. So they were assuming it was a couple working together. I don't know if you remember that. Yes, they did mention that in the TV show. Oh, they got yeah. more of that, like, yeah. in-depth in the TV show, but a lot of it, like, I didn't feel was, like, necessary. Like, they questioned the boyfriend one time, and I was like, eh. I just have they a always weirdly vivid memory of America's Most Wanted. Like, ask me anything, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love America's Most Wanted. Oh, Adam Walsh. That's another one for another show, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we also have her cousin, Caitlin Dennison. Oh. Is, has been missing since January of 2018. No way. She was last known, or last known location was in Midland, Texas. She has an alien and an M tattoo on her left knuckle, Libra scale tattoo on her right forearm. She is five feet, 120 pounds, blonde hair, and blue eyes. So this that is another family. one. Yeah, it's another close to home. And, she, and she's from here. She's from here. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, Cubs, my sister, she's not on here today. She had other prior yeah, she's engagements. She's rude. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she had prior engagements. I'm her cousin. I can call her rude. <laughs> she actually went to school with her. Um, I think Callie was a senior when she was like a freshman or something. Oh, like so that. she's young. She's young. Oh. And she used to see her around and then just. They haven't seen her since. So, so now, did she go missing, like, in high school? Like, um, ha- I would assume, yeah. Wait, how old's Callie? Oh. I'm a great cousin. She's 20, 23 next year. Okay, okay so, yeah, she could have been in high school then if yeah. Callie was a senior. Or, like, maybe, I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to stop. Yeah, and then when <laughs> I, like, looked it up, I guess she was just going to Texas for, like, another vacation or something like that. And then and she never came home? Never came home. Was she with anyone or by herself? And I didn't get that okay. far into the research, but thought we would throw that out there that now yeah. she's also missing. That's interesting. Missing, along with her cousin who was murdered in Reno. So it's kind of like a double whammy. I don't know yeah. if it's because of the name. I can't imagine that would be a big deal in Texas. No. Well, yeah, probably not because, like, there's not a lot. Because, I mean, I'm sure everyone heard about it, but, like, do you remember big things that happen in other states, like, particularly by the other state, you know? No, I don't know. not really. No. <laughs> I mean, unless it's, like, a huge, huge, huge case, which, I mean, Brianna Dennison was, but it was also what, like... I felt like it was more huge in town. Yeah, yeah obviously here, and I honestly don't remember, like, if it had gone to national news at all at the time. No, I probably not like what it is today because we have yeah. social media to make it even bigger, you know? Yeah, everyone Like, not like Gabby Petito or anything. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I thought we would mention that too. Um, so if you happen to see her or we'll see anybody We'll post a photo of Caitlin along with Brianna. So if you recognize Caitlin, um, reach out to the authorities. 
That would be my best, my best yeah. guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and we'll we'll leave the description of her as well. Yeah. So, because that, that's pretty pretty unique to have an alien and an M. I know. I feel like yeah. she sounds pretty cool with an alien tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds pretty dope. Um, so that is the case of Brianna Dennison, the whole local one that shook the. All of Reno, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it affected us like crazy. I think it did. It was all over the school. Well, Everyone was talking about it. It was I mean, on the news. I can remember being terrified. There was a guy at my bus stop, and I was like, it's got to be him. And I called it into Secret Witness, but I think he just lived down the street, and I kind of feel bad about that now. <laughs> <laughs> I was also, what, in 2008, I would have been like 14, you know? So. Well, yeah, but, like, but you never know. know. Yeah. Like, yeah, and so 2008, I was, I was out of high school four years already, so I was college age. Um, I would have been probably going to TMCC at the time, and I think I did have some late classes, so, you know, it's kind of scary. It's very scary, and like you said, it's, like, it's really shitty that, like, us girls can't, like, walk down the street without, like, a big dog or all this stuff. I mean, I have scraps. He's not very big, but he has, (laughs) he actually has chased a boy away from me before, though. I was sitting there reading, and Scraps saw this guy coming up to me, and he was like, Rrr! and like ran, and I wasn't holding on tightly to his leash, so he got away, and the guy ran off. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, well, it doesn't matter if they're a big dog or not, they make noise and draw attention, yeah. so. That's all you need, is something that's going to draw attention. If you don't make noise or anything like that, they're going to think you're just fair game. Your Fright Night background looks a lot like um, Night of the, not Return of the Living Dead, like the, the art. Oh, husband. your husband's Fright Night looks a lot like Return of the Living Dead. Because <laughs> my husband's a horror nerd. That's why we get along. Scared of dark, but love scary movies. Nika. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on. I wanted to show the one thing. Now we're just talking off topic here. Sorry. Um, my oh, bad. Hey, I wanted to show you that there's like a cabin. I don't know if that's Cabin in the Woods or like... There's a cabin, guys. Evil Dead. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like a mix of a bunch of movies? Is that the point? No. I don't know what it is really but oh, okay. he likes horror movie stuff so he does horror movie wallpapers good for him he's a nerd live your life live your <laughs> life son. uh so yeah i think that's about that's it about it so, i wanted to i wanted to um just toot our own horn for a second because <laughs> um, corner convos has invaded another country oh that's right um, so of course we're all over the united states our u.s cities are growing but um we've been in germany and ireland and now also the netherlands and they've listened to two episodes and i just think that's so awesome we've invaded the <laughs> netherlands we are taking over europe <laughs> I mean, it's about time, Crystal. We've been waiting for it for years. <laughs> I just, you know, seeing that kind of stuff from um, just what we're doing just for fun to, like, it actually reaches so many people is crazy. That is insane. Oh, that's I awesome. That. Congratulations. Oh, we're international. <laughs> international I'm an podcast. international super spy. Super spy. <laughs> there was a really awkward like look between the two of us <laughs> and she can't see what's happening i know that's the next thing we got to work on is tiktoks but uh <clears throat> we'll focus on that later maybe you'll see us on tiktok soon who knows maybe maybe, maybe <laughs> no, yes you will 
I'll just take over their TikTok all the time, and you'll be very entertained. Well, there I guess you if go. we can come up with ideas, that's one thing, but we'll look into it. Okay. You could do the, like, thingy where you do the dance and you, like, put the words up, but it's like, what am I doing? Making a podcast. We're not good on the camera yet. I'm not, Leave us alone. I'm not dancing on camera. <laughs> Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Corner Combos and Instagram at Corner Combos Podcast. Um, our email address is cornerconvospodcast at gmail.com. And we would love to hear from you guys. Um, just saying hi if you got a story for us. Um, we are currently looking for some scary stories to share on our Halloween episode. So if you have any good ghost stories you can send to us or just any fun Halloween stories, whatever you want to share, we'd love to hear from you. Have you joined the combo? That'd be nice. And um, we are also looking for guests that are local right now. Um, Nika, how did you like being a guest on our show? It was absolutely fantastic. I expect to be invited, 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 it's a word, back many more times. <laughs> and if you loved Nika as much as I do, and Christina, you can. <laughs> Christina, you love me? I love you. Ah! <laughs> uh, you can find more of her on Classy Bird's vlog. Classy Bird. Bird. Singular bird. Sorry. Classy bird vlogs. If you're interested in Reno and or my face, because you've heard my voice now, and you're probably picturing something different than what it is. I always do that. Go check out Classy Bird Vlogs. Um, my husband and I take you around cool things to do in Reno, and sometimes you can see my dogs. Right. They're fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool, because if you're, like, bored and you're like, oh, what can we do in Reno? You have, like, tons of episodes of like things you can do around Reno so you're not so bored. And for anyone that's not local, it is not all casinos. Yeah, it's not all casinos. <laughs> Reno's There's, not just casinos. We're not Las Vegas. I'm sorry to break it to you. Um, we cannot <laughs> yeah. see Las Vegas from here. There, There is Nevada outside of Las Vegas. There really truly is. I mean, Las Vegas is very wonderful. far away. There is an M&M store that is fantastic. But other than that, you know, there's other things to do in the whole state of Nevada. <laughs> And I think that's it for the business. I don't think we have anything else on the agenda. Not this week. We'll see you guys next week. Alrighty. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.